0: What are they saying, man? Yo, I, yeah, I kind of like it, man. You, what you, bugging. <coughs> oh, you me, man. Say-
1: Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. Let's discuss alternative rap. What you're about to hear is deeply disturbing. We'd like to ask now that all passengers please hold your breath. We take you through an underwater hip hop extravaganza.
0: Industry rule number four thousand and eighty. Record company people are shady. Transcript showboard and flirt. I love daisies, red her shirt. Grab my jeans, Jimmy. Scream, Jennifer, oh Jenny,
2: Tennessee, Tennessee. 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 All on a brighter note, were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? That's
1: it? That's all?
2: Van damn. What happened? What happened to the pimps?
1: What happened to the guns? <laughs> what right? happened
2: to the curse Crocker. wars? That's what rap music is all about, right? Yeah, man. Right. right. Garbage!
3: think starting any kind of band at a young age is similar you know you have a kid who gets a guitar grabs some of his friends they go into the garage they make god awful horrible music and then eventually something comes together hopefully same thing with hip-hop acts you know you got some kids together they like the same music they have their heroes they try to emulate their heroes but I think it's a little different in that takes a certain sort of bravado and a certain certain sort of confidence to rap and to get behind the turntable and then work with somebody else who's not done it very well takes a lot of work and it's almost like you can't imagine a KRS-One not wholly formed or you know Ice Cube how did Ice Cube come to have that voice and that power and the confidence it's probably hard to find members for your group and even harder to find members if you happen to be geeky or if you're on the outside.
2: Access to her code. Love struck was my mode. Took a look, dropped my textbook. Jennifer. Oh,
0: breakfast. Broken fast. She was in my English class. Asked for notes, rocked my boat. Jennifer. Oh, Jenny. Lost her favorite penny. So I gave her a dollar. She kissed me and I hollered.
3: So there's a a subgenre of hip-hop that encompasses the wide range of styles that have not been identified as mainstream. This kind of happened when some of hip-hop was becoming somewhat of a caricature of itself. Not everything that went along with it was palpable to certain people. So these acts really would try not to conform to traditional rap or hip-hop like gangster rap or hardcore or party rap
0: can i kick it to all the people who can quest like a tribe does before this did you really know what I was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug
3: they would try to do something different with it they like the beats they like the attitude they like the flow, but they didn't necessarily like the message. They didn't necessarily like the clothing. They wanted to have more of their own style. These acts had their run for a while. They had some pretty goofy videos and they were, a lot of them were on Lollapalooza. A lot of these acts collaborated with rock bands.
2: You're soft, dinosaur junior, will find it's gonna you what is- this. I portray this photograph so the last laugh is mine. You're behind for the mind and for the soul. That's how I roll. Now I hold the mic like my life is dependent on it. I'm you your bonnet. My lung gets watered and I'm apart from whackness. I'm separated. Did you like how I spite the ball? Despite your all, you can come bite a small portion. There's more in the vaults. Halts have a malt. They alter your brain, matter yeah It's my fault. I sustain a blends of words hers he damn whoo, the speech, you the i so just me no summer he never flows similee cause he's mad be me the truth, the truth and nothing but the truth I tell it to the youth a fella with the proof and the print wouldn't you like to know oh no you can my flow's so, never quit and that's the truth the motherfucking truth my man my man
3: and the whole alternative rap thing went mainstream Just like alternative rock did. Like R.E.M. and U2 could no longer be labeled alternative. The same could be said about a lot of the acts in hip-hop like Common, Gorillaz, The Roots, Black Eyed Peas, even Kanye West at one time was called alternative until 808s and Heartbreaks at least. I would say that you're no longer alternative when you are influenced by genuinely alternative acts. Like on Kanye's album Jesus, uh, it was clear he was impressed by Death Grips and Saul Williams and others that were kind of playing a much more abrasive and, and raw style.
1: Get
3: He was also interested in minimalism, and it affected his later work. And for the record, Lou Reed loved Yeezus. I don't get it, personally. So in the post-Yeezus world, alternative sounds in hip-hop are more and more the norm. But let's talk about the artists who pushed the boundaries when Kanye was just a kid. So first, a quick overview. Early hip-hop started with... Groups like Sugarhill Hill Gang, playing Rapper's Delight, Africa Bambata, and my favorite Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five.
2: A castle in the sky, one mile high, built to shelter the rich and greedy. Rose just to get by i'm living in the land of plenty and many but i'm damn sure poor and i don't know why too much too many people too
0: much too much too many people too much a man's on a leg says he's gonna jump Said he won't. He's just a chunk cause he lost his job. Then he got robbed. His mortgage is due and his marriage is through. He says he ain't gonna pay no child support because the bitch left him without a second thought. He got nothing to eat, no shoes on his feet. She even left his clothes out in the street. He keeps hearing noises when he's at home. He always hears voices when he's all alone. His wife. The car and the crib In this man's world So much for women's lives New York, New York Big city of dreams But everything in New York Ain't always what it seems You might get fooled If you come from out of town But I'm down by law And I know my way around
3: Who we were inducted In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame In 2007 They were the first Rap artists inducted And that was the first Prominent hip-hop song To provide a social commentary Rather than the self-congratulatory Boasting or party chants The song was The Message
2: in the back is in the alley with the baseball bat i try to get away but i couldn't get far because a man with the touch repossessed my car don't push me cause i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under
3: and it's still the best hip-hop song ever recorded in my opinion. And shortly after that we entered the golden age of hip-hop which was the late 80s. You had your LL Cool J, Ice-T, Run DMC, Boogie Down Productions, Eric B and Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Nas, and eventually Public Enemy who will get their own show before too long.
0: Yes, the a rebel. Without a pause, I'm lowering my level. The hard
3: It seemed like every new song helped reinvent the genre, and this provided a, a platform to build off of for so many more individual artists who were really trying for their own style. So you had Brand Nubian and Immortal Technique, eventually Third Base, Black Sheep, Digable Planets, Fun Loving Criminals, Gang The Far Side, Cypress Hill. A lot of empowered female rappers like Queen Latifah and Salt and Pepper. There were many of them. MC Light, Lauren Hill. And they would rap about issues of black women or, or women in general. Domestic violence, harassment on the streets, relationship problems.
0: George is clean, no drugs and such. But once in a while he drink too much. Hanging in the club where they play rockers. Him and his friend drinking vodka. I was looking for him, and I found him there with his clothes messed up. But it's here. I told him he was messing up. He wouldn't go far. He got mad and asked the screen the keys to the car. I said, "Don't drive."
3: what's really changed and impacted my appreciation of the genre of hip-hop in general is the music I really liked the sampling when it was done well I didn't like MC Hammer ripping off Rick James note-per-note but I did like clever little pieces of things and the way you could take something silly out of a TV game show or a a kettle whistling on a stove and make that the basis of a song I thought that was fairly avant-garde it it just was happening to be selling at the time and when lawsuits started flying about sampling it became harder and harder to do that kind of a thing especially if you were sampling other artists work and i don't feel like that's stealing from them i feel like that's contributing to their importance because there were so many of these songs i would go back and try to find the samples from i bought a lot of artists i got deep into soul music uh, in particular trying to find some of these samples
2: Not contain explicit lyrics, but what it does contain is an undesired element. This element is known as the base head. The lowest of lowest of all elements that exist. And the sad thing is, this particular element
0: is my brother. Brother, brother, oh brother of mine. We used to be down as partners in crime. From our parents, nickname was Forge. I was the beaver, you curious George. Wanted to exposed to this and that. But curiosity that killed the cat. At this age, no one was red, so this was the fake that you were fed. Throughout high school, our minds were waste, high off all the cherry that we could taste. Soon you had converted to naval sports, every five minutes became a snort. Told me that you needed a stronger fix, stepped to the cracks scene in 86. Unlike the other drugs you had control, the substance had involved your body and soul. Now from me, you lost dumb respect, said you need to put that shit in check. Wanted me to believe that you had tried But your mind and the craving didn't coincide He said there was a voice inside you didn't talk they said you shouldn't stop or continue to walk Now the brother who could handle any drug Had just found the one that could pull his plug
3: Of these, my favorite is De La Soul. They've worked with Damon Albarn and Gorillaz. They've remixed a lot of other artists' work. Initially, they were distancing themselves from other types of music, and then they got called hippies, which they didn't like. And I think ultimately led to them changing their style.
0: I like to call them the hippies of hip hop. Their brand new psychedelic rap has helped this album, three feet high and rising, climb to the top of the charts, performing their big hit, me, myself, and I stay like
3: I would call it less of a change and more of a conformity comparatively. Now their music has always criticized violent carelessness and it's always had this sort of light, absurd sense of humor. But after they started getting called hippies, they sort of changed a little bit. And they even put an album out called De La Soul is Dead. But to this day they still maintain that weirdness in general across the board.
0: Écoutez, a midi
1: Quelle est-il? Il est midi. C'est l'heure de déjeuner.
3: Qu'est-ce qu'il y a
0: à manger
1: Des saucisses, sans doute.
0: Écoutez et répétez. À midi. À midi. À midi.
1: Quelle heure est-il Quelle heure Quelle heure Est-il Est-il Quelle heure est-il Il est midi, midi, midi. Il est midi. Il est midi. C'est l'heure de déjeuner. C'est l'heure. C'est l'heure de déjeuner. De déjeuner. C'est l'heure de déjeuner.
3: They were hit by a big lawsuit from the Turtles that they had sampled a song from. And this was reportedly settled out of court for $1.7 million. It really impacted the band financially.
0: And the presence was fitting, it was I, the abstract And me, the five-footer, I kicks the mad style So step off the frank Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock Got the scrawny legs, but I move just like Lou Brock With speed, I'm agile, plus I'm worth your while 100% intelligent, black child My after presentation, sizzles the retina How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple Just remain your own, or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone Industry rule number 4080, record company people are shady, so kids watch your back, cause I think they smoke crack, I don't doubt it, look at how they act, But off the bed better things like a hip hop forum, pass me the rock and I'll score them with the gorm and proper, what you say hammer, proper, rap is not pop, if you call it that then stop.
3: Another act in this collective was Tribe Called Quest. They were a little more abstract. Their songs dealt with safe sex, vegetarianism, anti-consumerism, date rape, and they were led by Q-Tip. And they were really creative boundary pushers. 1991, The Low End Theory is thought of a classic. I listened to it, and it's not your typical shit, and it's not my favorite, but it kind of goes into directions that are laudable for that day and time. Some people called it jazz rap. The artists themselves don't like that, neither do jazz artists, but it's not a terrible description. There's a movie about them called, uh, it came out in 2011, called Beats, Rhymes, and Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, and it's directed by Michael Rappaport, the actor. And then not that long ago, in 2016, one of the members, Fife Dog, died suddenly, and he was sort of the counterpart to Q-Tip. They remain a, a highly respected act. I don't know why they didn't sell more records, actually.
2: Yo, fat girl, come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat, look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy, I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy, allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' pants And I even got my own dance, the dance is your chance to do it. Uh-huh. Now that I told y'all a little bit about myself Let me tell you a little bit about this dance it's real easy to do, check it out. First I lift to the side like my legs was broken. Shaking and twitching, kinda like I was smoking crazy, whack funky. People say you look like MC Hammer on crack, Humpty. That's all right, because my body's in motion. It's supposed to look like a fit or a convulsion. Anyone can play this game. This is my dance, y'all. Humpty Hump's my name.
3: Digital Underground were a fun group that came out of Oakland about 1990, featuring a guy named Shock G and his alter ego, Humpty Hump. And the thing that I noticed was they brought Parliament into the sampling scene. And of course, this would go on eventually to uh, be the basis of a lot of songs, including 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 uh, those on Dr. Dre's album, The Chronic. They were huge advocates of Parliament Funkadelic and George Clinton even worked with them. And George Clinton even worked with them at some point. Uh, Also of note, this is where Tupac got his start. He was a dancer and would do some occasional backing vocals and he was part of the crew. You can find him in the old videos and uh, songs like The Way We Swing. He had a great album called Sex Packets.
0: Now if this record is being played at a club, disco, lounge, house, basement, or block party, car stereo, stoop, or at any other social gathering, we will now allow the beat to continue and proceed to give you more of what you like. I
1: see guys and girls dancing. I see guys and girls dancing. Now
2: as the record spins around, you recognize this sound, well it's the underground. You know that we're down with what you like. With what you like. And though we're usually on a serious tip, check it out Tonight we're going to flip and trip and let it all hang out Tonight we're, we're going to say what, what we like Cause yo-yo, we want to know how many people in the, the flow we will like, to like to just eat. let yourselves go and do what, what you like, like. Yeah. What's a nice, your like. Just eat food, try not to be crude or rude Kill the attitude, chill the serious mood And do what you like And What's do what you like. like Everybody do what you like yeah. Yeah, what you, Do what you like.
3: Like. A year later, PM Dawn come out And that's probably the first chill rap I've heard uh, A little psychedelic, uh, soulful vocals And stream-of-consciousness-type lyrics Delivered in sort of a stoned-out voice by Prince B And we met Prince B in New York City at one point He was really cool, and he seemed like he was tripping uh,
2: In a quest to become colorless I exalt my eyes with the most profound trust that they are masters at deception I wonder why A black four-leaf clover Prince be sends a purple valentine Again What's more, my feelings have succeeded in confusing me But what's most amusing is I like the way it looks It started, isn't it? But it's beautiful, exceptionally beautiful, damn.
3: That was his persona. He uh, died a couple of years back, but they had some great songs. The album in particular, Of the Heart of the Soul and the Cross, had Set Adrift on Memory Bliss, which was sampled from the Spandell ballet song called True. I really liked Paper Doll. It was this major lush production and just really catchy.
2: Start to change.
3: Next album, they did a cover of Norwegian Wood by the Beatles. They had a very unique look, definitely hippie-ish.
2: Uh, early memory that relates to hip-hop for me would probably have to be uh, Karras One kicking PM Dawn off the stage, if anybody can remember that. That was a uh, historical moment, you know what I mean? Karis One wasn't having none of that crazy whack rap. He uh, just straight booted them off the stage, and then he went in and started doing his thing. You know, I was, I was able to be there to witness that, so I just want to say that's something memorable in hip-hop that I will always treasure and stay with me forever. So just come with that raw.
3: The controversy about this group is that Prince B gave an interview to Details Magazine, and he was kind of skeptical of KRS-One's activism. And his quote is, KRS-One wants to be a teacher, but a teacher of what? So not long after that was published, KRS-One... And his crew stormed a PM Dawn concert, jumped on the stage, forced the group off, beat their ass, and started performing their own songs. Now, I don't agree with that, but when interviewed about it, KRS-One said, I answered his question, a teacher of what? I'm a teacher of respect.
1: Satanic reverse. All the the Satanic reverse.
3: 1992, we got Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy. I think we came across this tape at the New Music Seminar. The first thing it made me think about was Gil Scott Heron's Spoken Word albums. <laughs>
2: be able to stay home brother you will not be able to plug in turn on and cop out you will not be able to lose yourself on skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised
3: their record was called hypocrisy is the greatest luxury and at one point they worked with uh william s burroughs i never heard much about them after the first album but it, it stands up pretty good
1: my advice to you is seek professional
2: help One nation, under God, has turned into one nation under the
0: influence of one drug. Television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. On television, the drug of a nation, breeding ignorance and feeding radiation. TV, its satellite links are United States of Unconsciousness. Apathetic, therapeutic, and extremely addictive. The methadone metronome, pumping out hundred and fifty channels, twenty-four hours a day. You can flip through all of them, and still there's nothing
3: worth watching. A lot of these bands would have a key figure, like in the case of Arrested Development, there was a guy named Speech, and he did sort of a afrocentric, positive alternative to gangster rap. And the first album was a huge hit, and eventually they went downhill as they abandoned their positivity. Audiences changed.
2: Allow me to drink some more He said what well, I am searching for Are the answers to all which are in front of me The ultimate truth started to get blurred. For some strange reason it had to be It was all a dream about Tennessee Take me to
3: An act that was turned on to me by Clay, this a group called Basehead. Now they're known as DC Basehead due to some legal complications. They run Imago Records. And the only member of the group really was Michael Ivey. The thing about him was he came across vulnerable, no bragging. He sung about depression and relationships and beer.
2: with the guy, having a laugh, reminiscing about times, asking me about things I did in the past, I try my best to think real hard, but my mind's not all intact, so I try hard to go along with the flow, there's some things I just don't know. Say remember this and I say hello no That was two thousand sales ago two thousand sales ago two thousand sales ago two thousand
3: sales ago. He turned to Christianity hard later on, and some people called this slacker rap because his vocals were sort of a mix of singing and rapping. And I liked it because it was lo-fi, do-it-yourself type production. But other than the album Play With Toys, I I really haven't heard anything that makes me too excited.
2: How you feel now, man? It's kinda cool, man.
3: ultimate alternative rap band would be the Beastie Boys. They exploded on the scene with License to Ill in 1986 and you couldn't go anywhere without hearing it. I think everybody loved it. Eventually though, we grew tired of them, felt like they were a novelty, and they were pretty sexist and kind of stupid, acting like frat boys on tour. Uh, What you would read about wasn't anything you'd want to stand up for or be proud of. But Somewhere along the way, that changed. Rick Rubin, who had fallen out with the group, he asked Chuck D to remix a project he was working on using their leftover vocals and such called White House. But when Chuck D heard Paul's Boutique, their second album, he changed his mind. So Paul's Boutique is considered a masterpiece and it has like over 200 individual samples. And it's just layers upon layers and was one of the last records to be that way because of the legal problems and the money involved in that. But they just started as a punk band, a bunch of silly dudes. And they kind of treated hip-hop like a, a joke, playing to the stereotypes and dressing a certain way. They started picking up the clothing and the jargon, but then they had some sort of awakening started doing benefits and in particular were concerned with tibet and were part of the free tibet movement and they just really started to push the envelope i think the fact that they were taken down a notch by their next album being considered a bomb because it didn't sell like licensed to ill did kind of allowed them to be a little more experimental than they would have they had less to live up to They were an awesome live act, one of the few hip-hop acts that I've seen who just really kick ass on stage, that are fun. I I could imagine moshing to that band. I never got to see them, unfortunately. So the group, Mike D, Ad-Rock, and MCA, also did a neat thing with Elvis Costello.
1: I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to do this song here. Radio, radio.
3: Elvis had been kicked off of Saturday Night Live, or banned from Saturday Night Live, because he had interrupted one of his own songs to start playing Radio Radio, which they had asked him not to play. So on the 20th anniversary or whatever it was of Saturday Night Live, uh, the Beastie Boys started playing, and they started playing Sabotage, when all of a sudden, Elvis Costello bum-rushed the stage, grabbed the microphone and they went into Radio Radio, where uh, Mike D, Ad-Rock, and MCA all took up real instruments and started jamming. And it's great.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, but there's just really no reason to do this song here tonight. One, two, three, four!
3: What was so cool about them was they got a studio they started playing and making their own sounds to sample or to manipulate. And you could tell by listening to them, they were very influenced by music from what then was called black exploitation films. Just kind of funky, dirty, lo-fi stuff. voices and I've liked all of their albums save for one and I think they went out on a high note. CA died a month after being inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012. And some people say they're the greatest rap act of all time. I'm not sure, but they're up there. My personal opinion was that what killed this particular movement was the inability to freely sample like it had been done. And then, oddly enough, the audience narrowed very much in their beliefs about what hip-hop was supposed to be. Ultimately, all of this led to the East Coast versus West Coast beef and you had Tupac and Biggie getting killed over it. It wasn't cool or acceptable anymore to listen to all these other acts. They were shamed for not dressing the same way or acting the same way or using the same terminology or having the same politics. But that's when alternative rap really went underground. One of the first artists that impressed me after this occurred was Saul Williams, who worked with Trent Reznor on an album.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is with the greatest pleasure that I present, Negitada.
0: Niggy Tardust, Grippo King, philosopher
2: and artist Downright to the marrow, he's the arrow through the heartless Freaks don't hear him speak so properly, cause every word is Measured against meaning, probably scheming to unlearn us Don't you call him by his name, white people call him Curtis When I say nigga, you say nothing, nigga, nigga when I say nigga you say nothing nigga nothing. Shut up When I say
1: nigga you say nothing nigga nigga When I say nigga you say
2: nothing nigga nothing. Your mom on the phone, you can't say that girl nigga grown. What your daddy gon' do? He can't deny what he know true. What the preacher gon' say? But you can't say shit, girl The preacher gay. What your granny gon' do? She can't deny the truth. Hey, nigga, taught us here to stay. Paint him on your lunchbox or your thermos for a You might win the chance to hang with nigga for a day. Side effects may include simply doing what you say his influence by Prince
3: and rock and roll and really affected that record and it was given away free. You might even be able to put a group like Outkast into because they certainly bent the rules a little bit. And of course there are dozens of other bands now that you could call that some of them so underground that nobody's heard them. But the real hip hop fans are out there digging around and trying to find these guys. And I think that as far as creativity and originality go, it's a pretty good time for that. You're just not going to have the kind of sales that some of these other acts have these days. Maybe someone will break out of the scene and surprise us all and come up with something unique and different and will sell records. So that's my story here. I um, lived through a lot of this and these are just my opinions. Some of the other after effects of this genre were collaborations. So for example, there was an album called Judgment Night. It was the soundtrack to a motion picture of the same name and that had Helmet with House of Pain. Teenage Fan Club with La Soul, Living Color and Run DMC, Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill, Slayer and Ice-T. And then you'd see a lot of these acts on tour together. And I'll be talking about that a little bit more when I do my Public Enemy podcast. But there was much more of an artistic bent to all of this, rather than politics or, uh, you know, identity noise. It was really about, how far can we push this? And I love that, no matter what type of genre of music it is. Peace.
0: What does it all mean? Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates the music and the measure. Measure in the music, racing three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul. Cause seeing and doing our actions are actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop, hustle, no rock and roll. Unless your name's Brewster, cause Brewster's a punk. Three. Parents let go cause it's magic in the air. Criticizing rap so you're out of order. Stop looking, listen to the phrase and fretted stairs. And don't get offended while May Stosi does your daughter. A dry camera roll system is now set. Fly Robin's on under Daisy Productions. It stands for the inner sound. You're in your convention that the action not a trick, but show that a function. Me. Everybody wants to be a DJ, everybody wants to be in the but being speakers are the best, and you don't have to guess. You're so passy, consist of three, and that's the magic number. Three. This piece of the pie is not dessert, but the cost that we're and three out of every dawn time. the effect is mm, when a daisy grows in your mind.
1: This has been produced by Donnie Shattuck.
3: Bonjour Mesdames et Messieurs, nous vous remercions d'avoir écouté notre podcast.